are now listening to Real Talk with Mr. Q, the War Machine. Welcome back, people, to another episode of Real Talk. I'm your host, Mr. Q, the War Machine. Today's topic we're going to be talking about is immigration, genocide, King Leopold the first, second, and third. First off, we're going to start going into this thing here. I was coming across this article, um, a tweet really from uh, President Trump talking about the people in Africa, the president of Africa, South Africa. To be precise, South Africa taking the land from the white farmers over there and uh, putting their asses out. So he tweeted that that was wrong for that country to do all that. I read t- uh, the tweet and I said, "Damn, this nigga." Well, <laughs> but you know, it's not wrong, and I support the president of South Africa what he's doing because let's be real. The white settlers went over here in Africa. They, they went over there. They didn't ask to come over there. They took that land. They raped people and killed folks. They had apartheid. People, don't, people have selective memory. They had apartheid. They issued racial class and restrictions on the people of South Africa. And that practices just in staying in South Africa. It formulated in other countries of Africa in smaller scale but it was there the effect of the apartheid of South Africa was felt all through the continent so now that South Africa is run by black Africans and not the white European Africans that was there they taking that land back and they should take that land back to put their ass out hell you didn't pay for it get your ass out of here shit get tired of these crackers talking at y'all and I get tired of people you know you know we keep saying that not when I, like when I say we, let me correct that. They keep saying that it's unfair and unjust. Now you look at the history in America itself. When the white sailors came over here, uh, the Native Americans and the black Africans, there was black folks here in this country, along with the Native Americans, showed the Europeans how to live. They didn't know how to come over here to this this country. The terrain was rough. They will. They welcomed them to come in, and sure enough, came in on here and took these folks' land. Said they was they were savages, and anybody know real savages are the Vikings, the Native Americans, and the, the the Native blacks that was here already were not savages. Not they was far from that. They was very peaceful people. They knew how to run the environment here. They knew when to plant, when not to plant. White folks who came over here didn't know how to fish. They was dying. They didn't know what to do. Only thing they do is brought their disease ass over here, infected them, tricked them, lied to them, got the property, slaughtered them, and then they figured this wasn't enough. They just kept perpetuating making war, going further, further, and further out west until you had the country that you had today, the Amer- United States of America. Now, let's just keep that real. And this is the foolishness of what 
white Europeans think that they got a right. You don't have a right to anything. And those people in Africa, South Africa, they got every right to put their ass out of there. And any other country over in Africa need to put their ass out. Get out of here. Because your country's been overran by other people. Now you feeling the burn. And you think it's not right. I had this one dude send me a YouTube thing. Uh, some United for South Africa. Some militia bull crap. Tell them they finna get up arms against the South African army to fight to keep that land. Like, that ain't your land. That's not yours. It don't belong to you. It doesn't belong to you. And the same thing about, like, this immigration policy from Trump has. If you want to talk about immigration, then white folks, y'all need to pack them and get your shit back over there to Europe. Because this land don't belong to you. you. You ain't got no rights to this land. You came over here, you were slaughtered, massacred, uh, raped, murdered. You have infected people to get this land. And... Or you trick folks to think, well, hey, we're your friends. And then you trick folks out of the land. You know, America to this day do not, by no meaning, sit up here and honor the treaties with the Native Americans. But see, white folks got mad when the Native Americans buying those casinos and getting their ass back. Oh, white folks got mad. They got real mad. Oh, he, 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 Indians go be doing this stuff. No, that's how you have to beat your enemy. And the genocide that has been, you know, perpetuated throughout the centuries and years of everywhere where white folks put their hands at, it's always some genocide. It's always some foolish something. But they have selective memory to sit up and say, that wasn't me. It ain't got nothing to be with you. You there. And you go over there to put your foot on it, talk that shit. And next thing you know, things gone. It's just gone. So, again, um, these are the topics that we're talking about here on Real Talk. And, you know, you got the email address. Send me some of your views. Send me, send me some of your emails of what you think about this. But this is, I, I take a strong belief and stand with the South African president. I'm not saying, hey, he right. To, he righteous. I'm just saying the brother them, they taking their land back. They forcing their asses out of there. Now, the only way you can stay there unless you're going to pay up. But see, you can't pay up. And as long as it's just like it's a debt that has to be paid. If you're willing to stay here, pay the debt, then you can stay. That's the same thing like here in the Americas with the American blacks. There's a debt that has to be paid. But white folks don't want to pay it. They want to sit here and pussyfoot around it and hope and pray that it disappears. And so on the subject of, of farming... A story come to mind about a couple years back about this African, uh, this black man here in, a, uh, I think he's from Alabama. Um, I think Alabama, Mississippi, don't hold me to it. But he was one of, they, they, they dubbed him as the last real black farmer. And this was around 1999, 2000, 2001, right in there. Right in there. And this black man had his family had over I'm I'm gonna say about like two, three hundred acres of land or something. And but his family only used like fifty of it or less less than that, because he had two sons. And he got a letter from the 
um, not for say, I'm gonna say veteran fair, not the veteran fair. What is that? Department of Agriculture demanding that he turn his property over to the state. So saying that for stuff that he paid or he was back in in the rear on some taxes, some crap like that. And come to find that the brother didn't do it. So he fought it. He fought that case for several years. He fought it. He fought it all. I mean, he was fighting that case for like, I say about good eight years or so. Then he finally had to come here because after that, he said, I'm taking my case straight to the uh, uh, farming ag agriculture department. So he got on his tractor. Y'all probably seen that story. Got on the tractor, drove up here on his tractor, old tractor he had. Drove up here with uh, a bat, uh, uh, in the back he was pulling his trailer with hay in it. And he came to make a point to say that he didn't want the government to take his land because he did everything he was supposed to do. They just wanted his land because he was black. You know, this dude kept fighting. He finally got a meeting with the agriculture secretary, everybody, yada, yada, yada. But, you know, in the, in the long run, they still voted that dude out of his property. Took that black man's property that was in his family for like 150 years. They took it. Said it's eminent domain. Then they tricked him a lot. Said, well, he filed the wrong paperwork. He didn't. He had all his paperwork. Paid everything. Did the right thing. But they switched it. This was both Democrat and Republican people that was praising this man. Yeah, he's fighting for America. He's fighting for the heartland of America. The food basket and yada, yada, all that shit. But they took that man's property from him and his sons because he was black. I never heard of anything else about the case, but I know that they was final. But you see, you know, we had this... Um, we had eight years of empty suit Obama, and the case came up on his thing too. Dude pleaded to him. First, I think the first year Obama was in office, this dude pleaded to him and asked him to look into it to reopen this thing because he was still in. This dude was still in litigation. He's still fighting probably because he refused to give up his land because he did what was right under the law supposed to be of this land, which is. Nothing worse than the piece of paper to wipe your ass with. Obama didn't step in and say shit. Boom. Nothing. So when I hear that President Tangerine talking this crap about the president of South Africa and what he's doing to those poor, defenseless, white farmers over there. Well, think about this thing over here what happened to this black man. He didn't want to give up his land. He did what was right. And this nation took his land from him. Gave it, you know, in title, they took it away because he's still fighting it, probably. Then you had an empty suit, half-breed president. He pleaded to him because he thought, well, he's a black man. He should know. And hell, he's from Africa. Obama didn't do anything. So... I, I don't have no love lost for them. Like, hey, I hope they crack some heads over there. Put their ass out of there quickly. Now on to my other subject of, like I said, immigration. That term, that was entailed in, like I said, about how the white settlers coming here, 
Same thing. You know, you feel like somebody need to go home, pack your shit and go home. Go home and get this land back to the Native Americans who was the rightful owners of this land. And the Native the uh the Native Americans and the blacks, Native blacks that were here right along with the Native Americans. Give the land back. But you ain't. Because you ain't going to do that. But you sit up here and say you're a good, clean Christian. Use that line. I'm Christian. God is with me. God is too is so far away from you. And it's just, it's just foolishness. And this all ties into the story, uh, to this next subject matter that was talking about King Leopold. And I got this idea, this thing, listen to this, this idea of King Leopold, because it's the same thing was coming down the pipeline. You know, King Leopold went into the Congo. He raped not just King Leopold one, two, and three. Went into the Congo and raped and pillaged the Congo. Did experiments on the on the Congolese people, and I, that's, that's not even their name. But he changed the Congo from something else because I can't even pronounce the name of that region what it was in African, but we just know it's, it's the Congo. Went over there because he wanted some rubber plants and other stuff over there. But that dude with him, his son, and the grandson went over there. They was laying slaughter to black people. Slicing and dicing like it was a nothing. Killing kids. Then you can fast forward and jump right back over here to the Americans while in slavery. When they were sitting up here feeding our kids to damn crocodiles. Busting men in their rear end to break them. To, to make them... Less than a man in front of their family. See, this is the stuff that we need to know about. But we're going to stay on King Leopold and his his ancestry things because, like, it's coming up the storm. They are building another King Leopold, another Hitler, somebody to come and raise havoc as hell on the black people and people of color. It kind of reminds me of... Uh, uh, G.I. Joe, y'all know G.I. Joe back in the day. Remember when, um, who the hell did it? Dr. Mindbender got the idea of making a Cobra Emperor. And these fools went around all around the world getting up damn DNA from all of these dead leaders. Genghis Khan, uh, King Tut, Alexander the Great. Who else the hell they are? Ivan the Terrible. Hitler, they was doing this stuff, and they and they was letting us know what they working on. Now you look at what's going on right now when we talk about genetics, how they trying to split, slice, di slice DNA to put together to make other things, and all this stuff is going around, and we got uh, people worrying about who battling who. We're not preparing ourselves. What's coming down the pipeline? Really, some of us don't even give a dang until it's too late. Then they want to say, well, I got a choice. No, your choice is already made for you. Go on behind there in the back somewhere and take it. Or you're going to get it right here, whichever one you want. But it is coming. A storm has been brewing. It's percolating. It's coming. Percolating. Percolating. It's coming. And it's, it's here. But you have knuckleheaded people in our community that feel like, well, it haven't touched me yet. It, it's touching you. Just today, China is threatening the U.S. with tariffs. That means when they have tariffs, that means the juice, the milk, the clothes on your back is going up. You know, damn it, I went to the store, damn eggs, 
prior to this fool doing tariffs, eggs was 99 cents, 79 cents. Went there the other day, damn eggs 329. That is that's bull crap. For one thing of eggs. I am not saying a half of eggs, I said one. And they doing this to get things in order for what's coming down the line. And it's organizations here in America that is solely building this Leopold slash Hitler slash all the rest of that crap to bring hell to the front door of people of color, namely black people and others. And they doing this because, hey, we sent back, chilling, click, 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 click. Let me see what's on Love and Hip Hop. Click, 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 click. Let me see what's on Sister. Click, 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 click. That's all we do. Who's gossiping today? What? What? Caught, what? Who? Somebody got into a fight. Click, click, click. I didn't listen to that. But instead of preparing for the storm that's here at our front door, we want to get sidetracked. And we let talking heads, people come in and tell us, oh, man, don't worry. All is well. All is well. There's no train. There's no danger here. There's no, no, nothing to see. Nothing to see. But this stuff is coming. And the reason, like I said, I had to bring you this story because it was just something that just tied together to a point that you have immigration, you have genocide and King Leopold. And I got this story of King Leopold and I want to give credit to uh, Hassan Campbell. He was talking about what's coming down the road. What is this vileness? Because you got people like Trump. Trump idolized people like Stalin. And Hitler and all this stuff. This dude is a fascist. You know they had just canceled this damn military parade. Because this dude talking about it cost $12 million. But no, he wants to do that because he wants to be in that. He wants that, 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 uh, that, uh, what the hell is it? I can't even put my name around it. But it's a fascist move. That's a fascist thing. He want to show off this stuff. And he admires these people. And you got these clowns running around here who emboldened, loving Trump, trying to start up stuff, trying to put their hands on people. The other day, if I didn't say it, it was a dude who went to a bar and it was a black bartender. He asked for a Trayvon, a Trayvon and Martini making a joke. It's not a joke that that boy died. But see, this is stuff that's coming down the pipe. But we sitting here waiting for the other shoe to drop. The shoe is already dropped, people. It's just now the time is ticking down. These po folks are building this leader. They're getting ready for it. And, you know, it's just like this here. Know your history. King Leopold, him, his son, and his grandson was hell on the Congos. They was up there killing people. They were just slaughtering black people in general and they was just grinding them up into the men's meat and they are preparing for that right now for another wave that's why these letting these tariffs go up because a lot of us we let's, let's be we all live from paycheck to paycheck if i just sat here and told you about eggs going up shit it's some people going around they can't even get milk and other stuff this stuff is real it's a form of a genocide a control thing there's nothing what we're trying to see, what we're trying to do this and do this and make America great. America was never a great country. America is a lie. The ideal of America is a lie. It's based on lies and deceit. 
And anybody believing that crap is a fool. You keep believing this stuff, the next thing you know, you're going to have folks walking in your house telling you, hey, man, pick that gun up and kill yourself. It's for, for America. Make America great. They programming you to do stupid stuff like that. Now, normally, you wouldn't pick up a gun and, and put it to you. But if they keep programming you and they say, hey, it's natural. It's normal for you to do that. Literally, you be all right, pow. Gone. And I know that that, that's, that may be far-fetched. But, hey, people, it is what it is. And I just had to bring this story to you about what's going on in South Africa. Support the people over there in South Africa. Like, that's right. You need to fight for your land. Put the mugs out. They don't need to be there. For years, they didn't put you under apartheid. They sat there, slept with you, beat you, took your land, and they, they, they stripped you. Couldn't, you couldn't even walk on the same street as white folks in South Africa. And if you had a mixed child there, better not have a mixed child there. That's ground for imprisonment. Now you talk about that crap over there. That's the history of the apartheid and what was going on under the white rule there. That's what was going on. So these black folks, regardless of whatever, is finally standing up, putting your ass out. Get your ass on back to where you came from. You Dutch and, and Belgium anyway. Beat it. Don't stay over there. Why? Because you feel like you got a right. You ain't got no rights. You ain't got nothing. But like the white people in this country don't have no rights to the land that they claim they walk on every day. Every day you should be paying a tax on this. You taxing the hell out of other folks. Then you pay the tax on, but you're not. You're takers. You're not givers. You give when you feel like someone because of the person's skin color. You're mad because of dark person a person of dark color has tricked you out of doing something that you have done for years slaughter people and then they threaten to put your people who look like you on boats get them the hell on up out of there let's just keep it real but you're not going to talk about the genocide as i said in the congos with leopold his son and all the rest of them and his grandson went over there taking that land Raping women, splitting up families, doing experiments and shit. They were you're there. You're doing experiments there in Africa as well, trying to 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 see the 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 pain tolerance of African people. Crazy crap like that. Cutting off feet, feet and hands and shit. Taking pictures with it. See, we don't remember, want to remember the brutality of what. The white people has done this because we feel like if we out of sight, out of mind. But it's just like this here. We're in the day slavery today. It may not just be economically. We're in a spiritual slavery. We're in an emotional slavery. We, we are in a, uh, in a relationship slavery because we don't respect one another. We're being programmed to look, be the day. We, the, I mean, the community today. This is, it just came to the, to the community today. Is nothing but one bit laboratory. And the people that is controlling this world, the one percenters, are the lab techs looking, taking temperature, trying to see what works. They, like I said, they ain't, they ain't screwed it out of us. They ain't whipped it out of us. They ain't killed us. They ain't, they ain't murdered us. They ain't did everything they can. They're still trying to figure how in the hell we can't get rid of y'all. And it's time for us to start preparing 
and drawing a line in the sand and let the folks know like, hey, we're ready for you. Now, I'm not saying to go out here pumping your fist, but I'm not saying to lay down either. I'm not saying let people, let your enemy know what you're doing, but I'm just saying you better prepare. You better be aware of what's going on because history is repeating itself. Like I said, Hitler, these, you got folks up here now pledging allegiance, white kids here in America pledging allegiance to Hitler more and more now than any time in the history. Hitler dead and gone, but you got folks running around here, high Hitler. You got even folks who are supposed to be conservative hiding their undercover Nazism, talking that crap on their talking points. But ain't nobody paying attention. When this food, when this, when this shoe drops, my brothers and sisters, I'm just telling you, I'm going to tell my family going to be prepared. I'm already preparing. Like I said, I'm aware. I'm watching, looking. Hell, I'm seeing who lurking. I'm not taking nothing for granted. Because all this stuff means something. Like I said, the paper in your, in your wallet and mine are worthless. People got enough money. They out for power. It's all about survival. And if you're not ready to play... And plan for what's going on. I've got scratched that a play, but planning for what you need to be doing, you're gonna get caught up. And you're gonna be the one like the deer in the headlight. I didn't know what's happening. And that's that's what I said. This is why this immigration here in America, because look at all the nations in Europe right now. Got Bosnia over there, got immigrants. Bosnia over poor as hell. Got immigrants over there run over there overrunning the country. You got immigrants in Sweden, Spain, Italy, England. Shoot, a couple months ago it was uh, France. It was a uh, midshift, uh, uh, what you call it, city for uh, immigrants over there. They was over there whooping the damn, bu uh, the damn uh, people who deliver stuff, truck drivers' asses, pulling them out the truck, whooping the hell out their ass on the expressway. Europe is being overrun by immigrants. At a higher rate. But why? Because you're just getting a taste of your own medicine. You came to all the countries. All those countries of those immigrants come from. You have brought war and havoc to it. You have raped them. You have stripped their land. You have, you have took in their women. Killed the men. Claimed yourself king over. And now you're just getting a taste of your own medicine. That is why you got this fool Trump. Trying to block it here. Because he know that hey these folks are coming from Europe. Left and right, flying them. Shh, shh, shh. They're trying to get over here right now. Hey, they got they got damn Arab people coming up through Mexico. Yeah, they got they work. The Arabs are working with the Mexicans. Tra the uh the the traffickers over there trying to get in here. Oh yeah, they're trying to get here. White folks don't like that. They do not like that whatsoever. And then you see a a flux of now some. Europeans are going back to Europe to get away from here. I mean, it's all kind of crazy stuff that you see going on. But you can't, one thing that I've always been taught, that you cannot run from your troubles once you started. And the people who started, you can't run. You know who you are. The judgment is coming. But it's also a storm coming at the same time. It's like it's, it's heading, coming neck and neck. You don't know which one going to get there. The judgment or the storm. You better hope and pray that you're ready for both. 
Because when it happens, you're going to get caught up in the, it's going to, it might merge into a superstorm. And boy, if it merged into a superstorm, it, it's going to be a lot of screaming and demon. It's going to be a lot of crying and willing and folks talking about what they, man, I should have, could have, would have. But it was going to be a little too late for that. And when you see, see yourself, like I said, the, the brutality, what's going to come out of this, man, this is not something that I'm sitting up here just predicting bad things. You can just, hey, man, click on the news, click, click. Beyond the bullcrap of love and hip hop and Whitney Williams and all this gossip garbage that black folks love and eat up and all the, the final four and all this stuff, just strip that crap out of it. Look at it for what is really going on. What's moving? And be prepared for it. Be sensitive to it. Like I said, quiet yourself. And probably ask, ask them great ideas and say, what is it that you're trying to get me to do? What is it coming down for me and mine? Because you know you ain't going to be able to help everybody. So we just cut that crap out. But what can I do to help the people around me? Because once this thing happens, whatever the hell this, whatever. Because, you know, you got people saying that Trump is the Antichrist and all the rest of this foolishness and conspiracy crap. But you don't know. All I notice this much here, that the policies of these nations are moving us towards a population control. Immigration control and a de facto form of genocide. Now all they need is a front person, which is a Neo, a, a King Leopold slash Hitler type person, to come on in and woo the rest of us, smooth it over, and that's the icing on the cake. I can say this much like this, people: you could take it or leave it. But then, like I said, this is real talk. When Mr. Q, the war machine, you're being warned. It's time to wake up, black people. It's time to wake up. I mean, I, some of y'all already woke, but y'all really need to get that sleep out your eyes. Open them curtains up. Start paying attention. Stop walking around in the days and running to the, the, the gossip hole to, and try to find out who doing what and who's beefing. Because I'm going to end on this thing here about gossip. When I was growing up and a long time ago, you remember when the old people sit up and say it's not right to gossip? You know why it wasn't right to gossip? Not because it was a, just a sin. That It was far be, deeper than that. It's because when people gossip, they lose time. It's easy to sit around on your ass and talk, but it's hard to build and prepare. And with that, I leave you with those thoughts. This is Mr. Q, the war machine. I'm out. This was The War Machine. Real talk with Mr. Q. Don't forget to join us next time.